Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-diet dietitian, trainer, and host Katie, and this is episode 298. Today, I want to share some tips and really shed some light on how do we exercise through discomfort? How do we understand the difference on the days where we need to decide, do I give myself grace or do I need to have grit? Do I need to have some willpower, some discipline to show up and do the things that I said I want to do or I was motivated to do at one point? So we're going to have a discussion through that. And ultimately today, I want you to walk away with just a better understanding of how to listen to your body, how to be more in tune with your body when it comes to movement. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. I looked up the definition of grace. And the definition of grace is a state of sanctification enjoyed through divine assistance. It can also be defined as mercy or pardon, a temporary exemption or reprieve, but also the ease and the suppleness of movement. Think like a graceful ballerina or like somebody moving, they they dance with so much grace. Whereas the definition of grit is firmness of mind or spirit, unyielding courage in the face of hardship or danger. I think so often when you're crossing over, for lack of better terms, from diet culture into the non-diet or intuitive eating space, it can be really difficult to figure out what does that balance look like for you. A lot of my clients find starting out that they really have to work hard on giving themselves grace, right? And then they get to a point, kind of this turning point on that non-diet journey where it's like, okay, now I'm... I'm at a healthier relationship with food, with fitness, with my body, and now I'm ready to set some goals again. I'm ready to work on my health in a different lens. And while it's so easy to turn back to diet culture, it it then becomes a challenge of kind of relearning what is the difference between grace and grit because for many of my clients, they've felt for so long, they've just been pushing through grit. And it was all about willpower and grit and having the tenacity and the discipline to just show up and do the things and restrict the food or get the workout in or power through and check off the boxes because that was what success looked like. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately because at the time of this recording, if you can't tell by my (laughs) getting out of breath really easily, uh, I am 38 weeks pregnant. And so naturally, I've been going through this personal transition and season of navigating what it's like to feel different in my body, navigating change in my body, and just overall, you know, discomfort and just navigating again, this feels different, this feels uncomfortable, and figuring out 
all the things that come along with this. And so today I want to share with you five tips or five things to really consider when you're trying to decide or when you're in the space of transition from diet culture to a non-diet approach and you're trying to navigate, like, how do I implement movement in in a way that doesn't feel controlling, that doesn't feel restrictive, that just feels feels natural, feels feels good and overall feels positive and has a positive impact on your life versus, you know, think about adding more life to you and your in your day versus taking away or being something that you have to do or you're forced to do, right? You're here listening to Fit Friends Happy Hour. That is a huge goal that, you know, we have for you. I have for you. This community has for you is that you can get to a place with movement that just feels feels natural, feels good, and it's totally possible. So my first tip for you is on those days is check in with your body. Now this can look really different. Maybe you're rehabbing an injury. Maybe you're coming back from a sickness, like you had a respiratory illness, or you maybe you had COVID or, you know, some sort of illness where you just were down, like physically had to be, you know, bed rest or just weren't feeling well physically. Maybe you're currently experiencing burnout or you're just in a season where maybe you're going through a lot of things personally. Maybe there's a lot going on at work professionally. You're feeling just really burnt out, really drained mentally, physically, emotionally. Maybe you didn't sleep well. Maybe you're just going through a funk mentally, right? We all have those. I know many of my clients, many of our listeners struggle with anxiety, depression, and maybe you're just going through one of those seasons of you're just feeling low. You're having a tough time mentally. Maybe you're like me. Maybe you're pregnant. Maybe you are super stressed out, right? So depending on what season of life that you're you're in, whatever's going on, you're going to feel that in the body likely very differently, right? If you're rehabbing an injury from an ankle, you know, that feels differently physically on the body than burnout does. For me personally, there's been times where I've just realized, wow, I feel so tight. And so I want you to see if you can really pinpoint physically, physically in the body, what is it that you're feeling and where is it that you're feeling it? So for me, when I, when I notice, okay, I'm, I'm just feeling really tight today, maybe specifically in my head and neck, I've noticed recently, wow, my legs feel particularly heavier than normal. So see if you can identify what do these different situations or whatever it is that you're experiencing, you know, even right now, listening to this episode, maybe put me on pause and just do a quick body scan. What am I feeling physically in my body? Are there certain areas that feel heavier, that feel stiffer, that feel tighter, that feel more uncomfortable than other parts of my body? Or maybe it's just an overall, right? Overall heaviness or tightness. But I challenge you to see if you can get, get specific. Next, ask yourself, what type of movement sounds best for my body? Remember, you are the expert at your own body. You, you know your body better than anyone else. Even if you have had you know, many years of dieting on and off and you feel disconnected from your body, I still want you to know and I still want you to be encouraged by the fact that despite all that, you're still the expert. It's still your body. Nobody else has lived in it. Nobody else has walked in your shoes and experienced life the way that you have. So 
what sounds good? What sounds like it might feel best? So I'll give you an example that I went through recently. I told you my legs have been feeling, my legs specifically have been feeling really heavy despite, you know, not training legs, like not doing any extra strength training in my legs. My legs have just felt, oh, like they're bearing a lot. And so it was interesting for me to think about how, you know, previous me in the, in my dieting days and my exercise addiction days, walking, like walking felt like that's just, that's just what you do. Walking is an exercise. Walking is just, that's a part of life, right? In your 10 K steps per day, that's just what has to be done in addition to exercise. And so it's interesting. I had this you know, thought process of, you know, walking sounds does not sound fun right now. Like that does not sound enjoyable. It doesn't sound like that repetitive stepping and kind of heavy. My legs already feel heavy. So the heaviness of walking on a treadmill or walking outside does not sound like it feels good. And so by identifying that, that was able to, you know, point me in the next step of, okay, well, what type of movement does sound good? Well, actually sitting down, being like support, my back supported, like in a recumbent bike or sitting down where I can kind of like have my elbows on a bike, like in an upright position. That sounds amazing. (laughs) Like being able to move, but not move at the same time. That sounds great. And so based on what you're feeling physically, what sounds like it would just feel best for you? Really think about it. Really take some time to, to simmer on that. Now I want you to ask yourself, how do I want to feel when I'm done, right? You're already, you have already identified that you, you feel uncomfortable, whatever you're experiencing, your body feels discomfort. So what's the feeling you want to feel both physically, but now I want you to start to tap into how do you want to feel mentally when you're done? So for example, I have felt work is really hard mentally, (laughs) mentally being at a screen, working virtually, you know, being on Zoom all day. It's like mentally taxing, mentally exhausting, emotionally exhausting. You know, if you go into work, into the office every day, and maybe you are going through that, you know, that funk and you're having to show up still, despite feeling in a funk mentally, all week you've been having to show up and physically put yourself together, put on real professional clothes, like talk to humans that you really don't feel like talking to. So maybe by the end of the week, you just want to feel like you can mentally check out. So for me, I was able to identify, okay, you know, it's a Saturday and I really don't feel like thinking. So how do I want to feel? I want to feel at the end of that workout. I want to feel like I just checked out for 50 minutes and I didn't really think about what I was thinking about. I just kind of let my mind wander. I was able to get lost in the music get lost in the choreography or, you know, the focus of the exercise that I was doing versus all the other things that need to be done. So for me, as you know, you've heard on the show before, I freaking love group fitness. And so picking a class where there's an instructor telling you what to do, and I'm not having to go to the gym to make a decision. You know, when you're already thinking about You've already, you've already decided, you've already identified how your body feels. You've identified where it doesn't feel so good. And then to have to go to a gym and, you know, make all these extra decisions. Like you remember, you have the option with videos or group fitness classes 
to take that decision-making off your plate. I hope that makes sense. My fourth tip is I want you to ask yourself, who can I enlist to support me without the shame? So if you follow me on social media, you know that I've kind of joked that I have created a monster because I used to be the morning person. I still kind of am, depends on the day, but I'm the one like, I want to get up. I I love to hate getting up at, you know, 5am workout, start my day, like have a few hours to really just soak in the morning before actually diving into work or, you know, all my other responsibilities. And so I would always say to Joey, as a joke, I would always blame him. I would, Joey's my husband, for those of you who don't know, I would blame him. I would say, oh my gosh, it's all your fault. You stay up so late. And that, that means I stay up and then I can't get, I can't get up in the morning because you keep me up and it's all your fault. Right. I'm totally joking, but like wanting to put the blame on him. And now the roles have reversed so much. He has found his groove. He's found his groove with, with fitness and he just is a habit. Now he gets up at four 30. He's the type of person he does not click snooze. And I admire that so much about him because I could snooze for two hours. If you let me like, I just, it's, it's a part of who I am. If you ask my family, ask my sisters, like we just, we love sleep. We're night owls by nature. And the snooze is just, yeah, it's part of my genetic upbringing is what I believe. So for me right now, he's my person who supports me, but isn't shameful. Like I know there's always opportunity to get up and go with him if I want. And I know that if I say I want to get up in the morning, he'll make sure I get up. But also if I say no, right? Or like if I wake up and go, oh no, actually I really do need this extra sleep. He's not going to make me feel bad about it. You know, this could even be your dog as silly as it sounds, but like something that's motivating for myself and my clients, or, you know, I have a client in particular who she doesn't have a dog, but her friend has a dog. And so they've created this habit where, you know, they incorporate movement with the dog on, on a weekly basis. So maybe it's your dog taking them for walks. Maybe it's someone at work who you can just check in with movement and have conversations about, and maybe, you know, they're the person who will go for a walk with you on your lunch break or after work, or, you know, I have a coworker who works in Florida. I, I work here in Indiana at home and it's just great to know that I can always reach out to her and just say, what are you working out today? <laughs> and she'll say, I'm going to jump in class at noon. And so just knowing that I have her support to go, okay, I'm going to, it's really nice out today. I'm going to try to get out for a walk at noon as well. And just again, if I don't, if it doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world. She's not going to shame me, but it just, it's nice to have the additional support and getting away from that accountability, that restrictive, like you have to do it. You said you would do it, but it's more just knowing that this other person is, is cheering you on. And if it's something that you want to do, they've got your back. And the last thing I want you to just really dwell on and encourage you to think about and marinate on is continue to explore what is grace, what is giving yourself grace versus having grit mean to you. And I totally didn't even explain this at the beginning of the episode. I was inspired by this, you know, whole conversation, grace versus grit, because the rental property that we are at right now, they have a, the front room. I kid you not, I can't make this stuff up. The front room has a treadmill. Great. Love it. 
It's wonderful. I've always called it the Dreadmill, but it's it's a nice to have an option. It has a boxing bag in mitts, and then the whole wall is full of Conor McGregor. I'm totally drawing a blank. Who are these? Oh, Rocky. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know who these guys are. Like a bunch of boxers and UFC fighters and like in these intense quotes on the wall, you know, calories don't burn excuses, right? Like it's just hilarious that I would move into a house like this because you know, that is like, it's just funny. It's funny. And so I'm telling myself that the, these signs were here for me as a motivator to get through the most important physical event of my life, which will be giving birth. And so anyways, I just, I laugh because I look at those posters and I always ask myself, you know, do I need grace today or do I need grit? Do I need like this Conor McGregor, hardcore, like just power through, you know, and, and feel empowered after doing this. So I want you to continue to just explore what is giving yourself grace and versus having grit mean to you, because it's going to look very different. Days where I give myself grace are very unique to me and it, it changes day to day. Having grit, you know, is very different as well. But I think at the end of the day, it comes down to what is your intention for moving your body? What's your why? Because again, if you can be honest with yourself and really check in, and if you know there's a, there's a piece of you or a strong piece of you that's only moving because you want to shrink your body because you feel like you have to, well, then I would argue that's a time to give yourself grace. But again, you are the expert at your body. I don't know the answer for that for you, for my clients who I talk to on a regular basis. I don't know the answer for them. Only they know the answer. Only you know the answer about what your body needs, whether you should give yourself that grace, take a break, peel back, do less. Or if you just need to have some grit, you need to power through because you know that it's good for you. You know, you know, it's, you're going to feel better after, you know, you're going to feel better during, but it's just that, that oomph to get you going. Right. So I hope you found this episode helpful. If so, please leave us a five-star review, share us on Instagram, tag your friends, tag us so that we can celebrate you. And I want to hear from you. What do you, what do you identify or what are some examples of giving yourself grace versus having some grit? Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.